0: Welcome to the CJK Fire and Safety Education Podcast Series. My name is Emily Knox. And my name is Jasmine Matthews. CJK Fire and Safety is a specialist consultancy based in beautiful Far North Queensland, Australia. Specialising in fire safety, the business director and accredited fire safety engineer, Christina Nor, acts as a special expert witness in legal cases. This includes developing litigation compliant reports and being engaged for court cases within the construction stream of the legal industry. Join us at CJK Fire Safety Education, where this month we discuss some very interesting aspects of one of the most recent significant construction litigations, Strata Plan 92450 versus JKN Para 1 and Anon. This podcast is a summary of that case and the appeal.
1: The main players were. Plaintiff, Owners Corporation, Strata Plan 92450, the owners, first defendant being JKN Para 1 Proprietary Limited, property developer and initial owner of the building, and the second defendant being Top Place Proprietary Limited, builder who designed and constructed the building. Let's give this case some background. Toplace designed and constructed a 28-story building known as The Rise for property developer JKN Para One. The building, which was made up of 133 residential units, retail and commercial lots and a car park, had aluminium composite panels (ACPs) installed as external cladding. On the 18th of February 2013, Toplace made application to the principal certifying authority, Vic Lillian Partners, for the issue of a construction certificate. On the eighteenth of may 2016, Fire Rescue New South Wales provided a final fire safety report to the certifiers, which identified concerns that the cladding was not adequately fire resistant and recommended that it be rectified and the facade be certified compliant. The final occupation certificate for the building was issued on the tenth of March. 2017. JKN was the owner and developer of the building until 15th of July 2016. The owners corporation was entitled to the benefit
0: of statutory warranties in Section 18B of the Home Building Act 1989 when they took over ownership of the building. So what do these warranties cover? 18B warranties as to residential building work include a warranty that All materials supplied will be good and suitable for the purpose for which they are used. The work will be done in accordance with and will comply with this and any other law. The dwelling is reasonably fit for occupation as a dwelling and the work and any materials used will be reasonably fit for the specified purpose. So on the 10th of August, 2018, the Commissioner of Fair Trading New South Wales announced a building product use ban prohibiting the use in a building of ACPs with a core greater than 30 percent polyethylene. This prompted the owners to obtain reports relating to the combustibility of the cladding installed on their external walls. On the 24th of April 2019, the city of Parramatta Council raised fire safety concerns in relation to the cladding and requested the owners to immediately take action.
1: And so begins the hearing in June-July of 2022 before Justice Black at the Supreme Court of New South Wales.
0: The owners argued that JKN and Toplays had breached the statutory warranties as the cladding did not comply with the 2013 version of the BCA when the cladding was installed because it was combustible and no alternative solution was given. Consequently, they sought damages for removal on replacement costs exceeding $5 million.
1: Combustibility is determined by an Australian standard 1530.1 test, where the result is black and white, combustible or non-combustible. The ACP cladding installed, Vitribon FR, is comprised of fire-retardant elements. The core of the ACPs contained 35 or 40% polyethylene, which is combustible. Special expert for Fire Rescue New South Wales, Mr. McDade, recommended that the ACP cladding be removed and replaced with a non-combustible product.
0: He said it was found during the inspection that the external facades separating the balconies of the units are constructed with ACPs fixed directly to the framework. In light of the worldwide spate of fires involving ACPs burning rapidly to the roof of multi-story buildings, Fire and Rescue New South Wales recommended that any ACPs utilised on external walls be certified compliant with an internationally recognised fire protection listing for full scale facade tests.
1: Shall we define non combustible?
0: The Building Code of Australia, or BCA, defines combustibility as something that is determined in a test to the Australian Standard AS 1530.1. Combustibility can be applied to a material or a construction or part of a building. An assembly is considered combustible if at least one element of that assembly is combustible when tested. There are no levels of combustibility, a material is either combustible or not combustible. The 2013 BCA required the external walls of the building to be non-combustible, is, constructed wholly of materials that were not deemed combustible. Compliance with this performance requirement of the BCA could be achieved through the deemed-to-satisfy DTS provision of the BCA and or through an alternative solution.
1: A few things went wrong for the owners. Let's go over these now.
0: Firstly, the owners argued that as the ACP had a core which consisted of 35-40% polyethylene, so they were combustible and not suitable or good for its use, However, they did not have any evidence, specifically an AS1530.1 test report proving they were combustible or how the cladding would perform in a fire in conjunction with its fire retardant component. There was no Australian test standard on ACP cladding at the time of development approval, construction certificate or occupation certificate for the building. There is no evidence that full-scale facade tests were done at that time. Another major issue for the owner's case was their expert
1: witness. That's right, their expert witness used the wrong test data. Expert witness for the owners, Alan Harriman, based his opinions regarding the combustibility of the cladding on a CSIRO test certificate for the wrong product. This certificate, which indicated that Vitribon FR was combustible, was based on testing done to an unidentified Vitribon product. So, much of his evidence and conclusions were inadmissible.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? Anyway, and then there was more, the product brochure.
1: Owners also relied on a brochure published by the manufacturer years after the building construction. The brochures noted that the cladding did not pass the relevant test under the BCA, and so was combustible. The court, however, found that the brochure could be read as indicating that the cladding was combustible in its separate component parts as opposed to the bonded Vitribon FR panels installed at the building, and also that the product could have changed since the installation time and the publishing time.
0: The builder and developer argued that the presence of the ACP cladding did not constitute an undue risk of fire spread when considering the fire protection system, including a sprinkler system, was fitted to the building as a whole. All three parties had agreed that the external cladding performs a waterproof function, which is a matter relevant to the application of the BCA. They agreed that the cladding does not comply with the DTS provisions of the BCA, they agree that the cladding installed on the building is now a banned
1: product. So, after all these arguments, the first decision was handed down. This decision was made on the 19th of July 2022, with Justice Black breaking his decision into separate questions. Even though the judge agreed that the cladding did not comply with the DTS provisions of the BCA and that it was not compliant by way of an alternative solution, He found no breach of the statutory warranty. The
0: court found that the owners did not establish that the cladding was composed of a material that was not good and suitable for its purpose, nor did they establish that the cladding resulted in a dwelling that was not reasonably fit for occupation as a dwelling. The judge did not award reinstatement damages on the basis that the owner's corporation had not established that an alternative solution could not then or now be performed.
1: The owners' corporation were ordered to pay the cost of and incidental to the determination of the separate questions and the hearing.
0: So, as you would imagine, the owners were not happy with this decision, and so, in May 2023, the owners' corporation was granted leave to appeal by the Supreme Court of New South Wales Court of Appeal.
1: This appeal resulted in a decision that put the responsibility back on the builder and developer to demonstrate that loss measured by the cost of full removal and replacement of non-compliant cladding was unreasonable. The owners' corporation said that the previous conclusion was wrong and that the conclusion that there was no breach of Section 18 of the Home Building Act was a clear error. This breach was established as the building did not satisfy the performance requirements of the BCA with respect to fire resistance because the external cladding did not comply with the DTS provisions and no alternative solution was prepared prior to the issuance of the construction certificate.
0: The respondents, the builder and developer, therefore breached the warranty by installing cladding which did not comply with the performance requirements of the BCA. They provided the owners with a building which did not meet the minimum standards for public safety. Having established that the respondents did not comply with the BCA, the Court of Appeal found that the owners were not required to go further by proving that the builder and developer could not have complied by acting differently with respect to an alternative solution.
1: The builder and developer did not establish that an alternative solution would have been available prior to the issue of the construction certificate or was now available.
0: And so, in its final decision, the Court of Appeal found that yes, JKN and Top Place breached the statutory warranty in Section 18B of the Home Building Act. The respondents were ordered to pay the owners' costs of appeal, the costs of having the cladding removed and replaced with non-combustible cladding.
1: In short, the court stated that the owners were entitled to a building that not only satisfied performance requirements, but that satisfied the DTS provisions or had an alternative solution prepared for it, prior to the issue of the construction certificate and prior to being handed over. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening.
0: Stay tuned for the next episode by CJK Fire and Safety Education and don't forget to subscribe for updates.